Hello, everybody. Thank you once again for joining me on the Speak Life Now radio show. I am your host, Dr. Lisa Speak Life Borrell. Have have y'all enjoyed the last message on prophesy to the wind? Did y'all enjoy that? Well, I have a testimony of some things that happened after that message went forth, but I'm sure you have some as well. Before we get into it today, I want to mention my new project, All or Nothing. All or Nothing. It's a book about my journey of from from bondage to total surrender. It's called All or Nothing. It's available now. It's on Amazon. Um, it's on Barnes and Noble, and you also can get it from Zulon Press, which is X. U L O N X U L O N Press. You can get it from either three, any one of those um, suppliers. You can get it from Amazon, Barnes and Noble, or Zulon Press. You got it in ebook. You can get it in soft cover, and you also can get it in a hardback, hard cover. So, thank you in advance for purchasing the book. It's a page turner. Everybody that I have that have already read the book told me once they started, they did not put it down. It is definitely a page turn. There's a lot of things that went into the book. And, you know, I just really poured out my heart. I put in everything that I've been through. And But the whole thing is, it's a story of triumph because no matter what is done to you, no weapon that is formed against you will ever prosper. No matter what you have done, hallelujah, no matter what you think is so bad that God can't use you, I am a living witness. I am a living testimony of what God will do. He'll use what somebody else threw away. He'll use those that nobody think that they could do anything for God. That's the ones he would use. And he would use you. If that's you, if you feel like because you have been on drugs that he can't use you, or that you have been on alcoholic that he couldn't use you, that you was a fornicator, that he couldn't use you, that you was a thief, that you was a adulterer, whatever it may be. But once you give your life over to the Lord, come on here. Once you give your life over to the Lord, it doesn't matter once you repent because he don't see that. You know what he sees? He sees the blood of Jesus. That's what he sees. So I want you to get this book. I want you to hear my journey. Hear the journey from being abused. Hear the journey from how the Lord, how the self-afflicted wounds, the things that I did to myself, but what God did in me and how when I met him, it's like almost like when Saul was uh, when Saul turned to Paul on the Wrote the master. Once he really met Jesus, he realized that all the things that he was doing, that it wasn't what, even though he thought he was doing the right thing, it wasn't the right thing. He had a Jesus moment, an encounter, and that's what I had. I had an encounter with God, and you will see it in this book. You will, you will feel the triumph, and you will be able to also know that no matter what, God can use you. That's all or nothing. Go ahead and get the book for yourself. Go ahead and share it with others. It's for everybody. Men, women, no matter what your race is, it is for everybody. It's a universal word that would be great for everybody. So just go ahead and get it. Let's go into prayer. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you, thank you, thank you so much for this amazing opportunity as always. Hallelujah. To be used by you. To be used 
for your glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you for every listener. Lord, I thank you, dear Lord, for this new season that we're in. September is upon us now. That, dear Lord, it's a new month, new beginning, new new ideas, new things. August is gone. Hallelujah. So now let's walk into this next time in this in this calendar year. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you right now for all the listeners. Thank you. There's healing is coming for. I call forth and say, welcome Holy Spirit into this broadcast. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you. I apply the blood of Jesus over the airways that there will be absolutely no hindrances to this word going forth and getting to the place and to the person that it needs to go to. Go forth. Hallelujah. This word will go forth in your precious name, Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm still not sure of the title today. Maybe it will come as we get to moving in this. But maybe it's it always have the right answer. Always be ready. Be ready. Be ready. Be ready with the right answer. That's a good one. Be ready with the right answer. And, and it might talk about some other things too. But first of all, I want to talk about the last time we, we were all, I was on and we talked about prophesying to the wind. Prophesying to the way. A lot of times people will say, you know, we went into Ezekiel 37. We went into Ezekiel 37 talking about how we had to prophesy to the wind. But a lot of times people say, can these bones live? Yeah, that's the word of God. Remember, remember the first verse that said, the hand of the Lord was upon me. So once you know the hand of the Lord is upon you, he might carry you out into some places that might be a desert place, might be a dry place, might be a low place, but you got to always remember, come on here, why, why are you there? Because the hand of the Lord is upon you. In, in Ezekiel 36, it talks about how it had to come in and, and do something like heart surgery. You know, it comes a time before you going to even get to the place where you can speak. Your heart got to be right. Only the pure in heart will see God. That's the word of God. Only the pure in heart. So if your heart God is pure. You're gonna see God in any situation. You're gonna see God even though you might have lost your God, you, you lost your excuse me, lost your job. You're gonna see God even if a spouse you lost a spouse or a family member passed away. You still gotta be able to see God in that situation because that's gonna keep your. You have to keep your heart pure. You how you gonna keep your heart pure? You gotta constantly put the word of God in. So whenever doubt or whenever anything comes up, fear anything comes up, you gotta make sure you're gonna go back to what the word of God says. Right? So that's the only the pure in heart going to see God. So last week we was talking about it and I knew, well, two weeks ago, I knew when I was talking about prophesying to the wind, I could feel the wind of God all over me. I could feel it happening. And I knew something was happening for me. And I believe it was happening for you too. If you just obey and, and the instructions, I remember saying, just speak forth into the wind. Once the wind come to speak. Okay, so that happened. On that, on I was on broadcast was on a, uh, I recorded on a Thursday, and then um you know I went through a lot that weekend right after that word actually, and sometimes you know when there's a major move of God you might be attacked but you gotta stand on the word you still gotta remember who you are right only the pure in heart gonna see God right so I had to remain on the word so that weekend was rough right afterward, and then um that Monday. And then it was on that Tuesday. Remember I said, be ready, be ready, be ready with the right answer. 
Be ready, be ready, be ready with the right answer, right? So I was at work and got a call that somebody was, uh, you know, at my job. So I went out there and I, I saw them for a moment. And then they came and asked me a question. They asked me a question concerning the book, actually. They asked me a question, are you ready for your royalties, is what they said. Are you ready for your royalties? Remember that we don't, I don't prophesy to the wind and called in everything that I have need of from every direction. Remember, y'all, y'all heard it. Y'all heard it. That's what I'm saying. It's not just for me. It's for you too. I just share the testimonies to let you know that it is indeed working. So I, they asked me, well, are you ready for your royalties? And I was like, you know, I won't ready with the right answer. You know what I said? Well, I still got to pay the publisher a certain amount. And they said, did I ask you that? Are you ready for your royalties? And I said, yes, I'm ready for my royalties. They said, well, you'll have it. I'm going to cash app it to you. You're going to have it within an hour or so. And so they did. Within that hour... The money came to pay off the publisher. To pay it off in full. The fact that I thought, I thought, let's go ahead and say, I thought, yeah, we know we've been talking about thinking about, I thought, because I had set a certain schedule that I was going to pay them monthly. I started paying them before I even sent the project to them. And then I knew that. After it was published, I still wouldn't receive royalties until the publisher was paid. So according to my schedule, come, let me let me say that one more time. According to my schedule, I wouldn't have received royalties until next April. According to my schedule. According to the payment plan that I set forth for what I could do. Come on here. In my hands. What I had in my hands, that's what. Mm, come on here. That's what I was thinking. Well, I got into about April. I'm going to pay a certain amount because I'm going by what was in my bank account. I'm going by what I thought I could do. But we know already what God had already said. Remember the teaching on super abundant? Remember we was talking about Ephesians 3 and 20 that he's able able to do exceedingly. Remember that? Exceedingly. That's super abundant. Come on here. Super abundant. Remember another thing? Another synonym for that was open-handed. Open-handed. And we, all this was leading up to, come on here, speaking, prophesying to the wind. He had already told me in the messages what he was going to do. Open-handed, exceedingly, super abundantly, more than I could think or even ask. See, because in my thinking, I'm being honest with you guys here. Because a lot of y'all right now, y'all thinking about, oh, what I'm going to do. I, I got this amount. You pinching pennies. And I know God honored the fact that even in November, when I started the uh, amount, the monthly payments, I was working part-time. I couldn't see it then, actually, how that monthly payment was going to happen. But it happened. It happened in November. The money was there. It happened in December. The money was there. It happened in January. Yep, the money was there. In January, someone reached out to me and said, I'm going to sow a certain amount every month to you. Not knowing that that amount that they sold 
almost was at the amount of what the publisher was. Right? So in January, the money was there. In February, the money was there. I'm still working part-time. In March, the money was there. In April, the money was there. In May is when I submitted the project, the money was there. I sent, it up, sent the project in, and I knew it was going to take a while for editing and all that. But in my mind, I was like, okay, okay, maybe it'll be done by the summer. I actually wanted it done by June, but it took a little bit longer. In June, the money was there. In July, that payment came out, the money was there. So in August, I was already figuring out, so okay, this is the amount for the publisher to pay this monthly fee. So I made sure that amount was there. But God made sure it was paid in full. Are y'all listening to me? It's not just me. It's just the level of your faith. The level of your faith. Even though when she asked me, I didn't have the, I wasn't ready, 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 ready with the right answer. Because I was giving her the answer uh, according to what I was thinking. Like, oh yeah, uh, you, you know, I still got to pay the publisher. And they said, I didn't ask you that. Are you ready for your royalties? Are you ready for your degree? Are you ready to start your nonprofit? Are you ready to start that business? It's not I'm not asking you to come up with another answer like well, I got to get this. No, the question is, and it remains the same, are you ready? Are you ready to do the outreach program and feed the hungry? Are you ready? Are you ready to start this school? And training. And academy. Are you ready. To walk into and get your new home. Get you a home for the first time. You might have been renting all your life. Are you ready. For your home. Are you ready. For your spouse. Now I got to get this. This and this in order. I asked you. Are you ready. Are you ready to have children? Are you ready? Hallelujah. Are you ready? A lot of times we want to bring up our weaknesses. I don't have this and I don't have that. Question. Do you have God? And does another question. Does God have you? I'm telling you guys what I know for myself. A lot of times I'll be like, you know, I'll be kind of like, I'll be kind of like down on myself. Like, I need to do this. I have to have this in order. I have to have that in order. But the question that was that day was, was I ready for the royalties? I was actually ready, but I started coming up with excuses, but I got to. 
And when I say, even talking about a spouse sometimes, you know, am I ready for a spouse? And I'll be thinking, well, am I, you know, am I, am I ready? And did I have, do I have my, all my things in order? Do I have my credit in order? Do, is my health in order? See, I'm bringing out all these excuses. But the question was, are you ready? Are you ready? So many times people will tell me that they saw this book. One prophet in particular saw what I had on, how my hair looked and everything back in 2004. But I was too busy making up excuses. Well, I don't have nobody. Remember, remember the man, um, by the, like by the pool of Bethesda, he couldn't even, he was like, do you want to be here when the water will be troubled a certain time of the year? And Jesus comes to Jesus, no less come to him. Jesus say, do you want to be here? He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to be here, but nobody would take me in. That's not what he asked. He asked, do you want to be healed? Do you want, I'm asking this question. Do you want to be married? Do you want to have an outreach program for people? Do you want to have an academy? Do you want to start a nonprofit? Do you want to start your own business? Do you want to go back to school? Do you want to write a book? Do you want to? I'm not asking for all the excuses. Sometimes we got to say, yes, Lord, I am ready. Remember, I don't, I don't have this written down. Remember in the scriptures when, when the angel came to Mary, and told her that she was pregnant with a holy thing. Remember that? A holy thing. And that, what did she say? No, 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 no. She said, let it be. Come on here. Let it be according to your word. Let it be, Lord. Let it be. If he And when he asks you, because he going to ask you, you have a relationship with God and you hear his voice. Oh, yeah, he going to ask you some questions really soon within the next couple of days. He going to ask you, are you ready? He going to ask you, are you ready for your nonprofit? Are you ready to get your degree? Are you ready to get your home? Are you ready for your spouse? Are you ready to have children? Are you ready is the question. Not no excuses. Not any excuses. Are you ready? Are you ready? I can't answer that question for you. These are questions I had to ask for myself. Am I ready? Yes, Lord. What's wrapped up in our yes? Yes, Lord. Sometimes we say we want this, we want that. Are you ready? Because if you are Hold on to your socks or whatever you want to hold on to. Because there is a wind that is still blowing. Prophesy to the wind. Prophesy to the wind. Still, it is still blowing. So prophesy from the north, the south, the east, and the west. From the heavens. Prophesy. Prophesy for these doors to open. Prophesy that you would have everything that you need. Finances coming for outreach. To help others. Not to consume, but to help. When the buildings come that for somehow God makes sure that you the one that gonna get all this property, all this land. Do you think it's just for your consumption? No, it's for the kingdom. It's for you to do the things that you say, I wish I had. I wish I had. Well, are you ready for what you about to what about to come for you? To you. 
Are you ready? Remember in secret, he said the hand of the Lord was upon him. If Because you know God's hand is on you. Even when you've been in the lowest point, you know God was there with you. You know it. I know I know it. When I was in the midst of some places, I was like, why am I in the midst of all this chaos? Why am I in the midst of all this, all these, all this stuff that's illegal going on? Why why am I in this place? Why was I put in that motel room where there was drug addicts and drug dealing and prostitution? Why was I there? But God's hand was upon me. So I can talk about it and tell y'all journey. Why was I there? Why was I put in a place in a church that that abused me, took advantage of me, manipulated me? Why was I in that mess? The hand of God was upon you, upon me, and it was upon you. If the hand of God is upon us when we're in different places, that's why I talk about all of this in the book. The spiritual abuse, all of it, the self-inflicted wounds. Why was I out there doing the things I was doing? Why? God's hand was upon me. Even when I didn't know it. Even when I didn't know it. I was on a path that was illuminated, which we talk about. Many times about staying in your lane. Remember we talked about that part one and part two. That I was on a I was on a road that was illuminated in front of me, but I didn't even realize I was. So some of you that's listening today, you could be in a really bad place right now. You're in the midst of some things that you just don't understand why you are there. But that don't mean God's hand is not upon you. It's going to be a major testimony. That's what it's going to be. You're going to look back at it and say, oh my gosh, God, your hand was upon me. Many times I talk to you guys about the time I met Jeannie in the motel room. That's the same motel where there was all the prostitution and drug dealing going out. But that's where I met Jeannie. I met this young lady named Jeannie and was able to um to give a testimony to her and help her from the fact that she was about to commit suicide, but I didn't know it. But I was the one that was there talking to her on the balcony right after Isabel had came through. She was only stuck there because of the hurricane. But I was there because God's hand was upon me and I was in that place. The place that Jeannie was going to be visiting. See, God knows. He knows way before it's going to happen. He made sure I was there. And I'm thinking, Lord, get me up out of here. But Jeannie hadn't arrived yet. Jeannie actually was the beginning of my assignment. And in the book, I talk about her in chapter. Let me see what chapter it is. It's a chapter called Jeannie, chapter 6. She was actually the beginning of my assignment, the place where I was trying so hard to get out of. But my assignment, my purpose and my assignment had not collided yet. But after that, which was September, so many years ago, the very next month, I was out of there. I was there because my assignment, my purpose had not caught up with me yet. So there was a hurricane. Come on here. There was mighty winds that blew. 
blew down trees, blew down a whole lot of stuff. That in that wind came genie. And in that wind came my assignment and put me on the road to my purpose. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the wind came all of that. In a place that was dry. In a place that was chaos. In a place that seemed to be no nourishment is where my assignment was birthed. The winds of a hurricane blew in more than just, it might have blew down some things, but in that came the assignment. Like I said, she was on her way to Ohio, but got stuck in Petersburg, Virginia. The buses weren't running due to the hurricane. It was a two day interchange. The day before, the day of hurricane, and the day after. And after that, she was gone. But my purpose was birthed. Come on here. I said all that to say, be ready. Be ready with the right answer. Be ready. I had to be ready when she stepped out on that balcony. I was already on the balcony. I had to be ready with the right answer. I had to say what God told me to say. And it saved a person's life. Be ready. Because the winds are blowing. Prophesy to the wind. You might be in a dry place, but I'm telling you about to come out. Because the hands of the Lord is upon you. He's the one that carried you out in the spirit of the Lord and took you to some places. And he gonna he asked, it's like he asked Ezekiel, can these things live? And Ezekiel said, only you know, Lord. And then the answer came west. Yes, they can. I'm going to cause. Remember that word? He's going to cause something to happen. You can't look at that word cause any other way no more than just know that God about to cause something to happen. So when you start hearing the noise and you start hearing a shaking, come on here, just know that God is doing something. Like that hurricane, it was the winds was blowing. It was a lot of noise. The, the, the buildings, you can feel the things shaking. But in the midst of that showed up my assignment and my purpose. Prophesy to the wind. Keep doing it. Keep doing it because God is creating a great army. A great army to go forth. And if you're listening to me today and you have not made the Lord Jesus your Lord and Savior, all you got to do is say, Lord, all you got to do is repent. You say, Lord, I am a sinner. We all are sinners. We sin every day. If anybody's about to say something or thought something that won't write, but you say, Lord, I repent. I repent. I know I confess I'm a sinner. I repent. I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that you are Jesus the Son of God, and I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Come on here. Come on and do that today. Come on and do that today. The winds are blowing. 
There's a great army. And I believe if you said that prayer and that confession today, you're part of that army. God going to use you. You do have purpose. Hallelujah. And you do have assignments. My brother and my sister. Yes, you do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to go ahead on and finish today. Remember, as you go into this week, you have to speak life over yourself. You have to speak life over your family. You have to speak life over your neighbor. You have to speak life over this nation. The key to it all is you have to speak life now. Remember to keep confessing. God, surprise me with your goodness for the rest of your life. I'm telling you, it keep happening over and over. Do you not... Do you not agree that when that person came to my job and asked me that question, was I ready? And then that was a surprise because, look, my publishers paid in full before the book was released. I had three prophecies. One, somebody told me, said, always have the right number. To tell somebody when they ask you. Two, the the publisher will be paid in two months. And three, the publisher will be paid before the book goes live. And that's what happened. He's not a respecter person. He did it for me. He'll do it for you. This is Lisa Speak Life. You guys, I'll talk to you all again next week. Bye-bye.